0: All right, people, we're back. Been on a hiatus. I'm changing the format of the show. You know, we just out here. um, Back for another chicken and liquor hour. Glad that y'all are here in the building with me. I have a a special guest. Facts, Uh, facts, facts. Was it P. Lo Slice? Parlay Slice. (laughs) Parlay. We got parlay slice in the building. Uh we out here, we just uh Actually, it's a nice chilly night in Denver right now. Denver, CO. We out here in uh no man's land. Out in uh, no black man's land. Yeah. <laughs> all on. the and that's that's how you know it ain't no black people out here because whenever any black man we see each other, hey brother, how's it going? Like we make we making sure. Hey, hey 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 hey, how you doing? Are you good? Shay, you, safe? you good? You safe? Am I safe? <laughs> we safe? <laughs> you good? We safe together? I mean I ain't safe. You ain't safe, brother. We cops at. You safe? We <laughs> <laughs> good? All right, Zayl, they good? They good? I talked to him. Hey <laughs> What up? What up? What up? Zay, they good. They good, bro. We just make sure. But uh, yeah, we out here in uh, no black man's land. Uh, There might be black people in Denver, but we ain't seen a lot of them. them We ain't seen a lot of them yet. If y'all out there, what's up? Um, What's up to y'all? One thing I do want to say is I think I've talked about this before. I'm not sure. Um, What's one thing uh, you've learned most as an adult? One thing I've learned is the older you get, the more you gotta make your own plans for your birthday. You can't leave that in the hands nice. of other people because nice. when your friends are grown, they got lives also. And you know what I'll say?
1: I the older you get, I've learned that you are expected to know certain things. So not just your birthday, but you're expected to like have the plan. Like you you'd be surprised yeah. how many times I have people in the car I me, mean, like, Alright, so what are we doing, Pete? I'm like
0: I hate when what? people put all the plans in your <laughs> what? head, like Especially now that I live in Atlanta, people think that hey, I'm gonna be in Atlanta, so and so. You gotta show me a good time, did. have something for me. Nigga, to do. Like, that ain't my responsibility. Extra travel, extra travel agent. <laughs> like, bro, you ain't paying me no type of money. And then when and like when my homegirl was here, she kept. She was like, "So what are we doing now? We gonna do this? We are gonna do that?" I'm like, bro, I wasn't. I wasn't planning for you to be here. I didn't know you was coming until Wednesday. Like, and the older I get, also. The more time I need to uh, get my head together to go out, like it's not easy no
1: more. Like you when you were younger, me. it was like super easy. It was like, oh, let's get in the car and we'll go to this spot and we'll just. You can hit it me out. up
0: at eight o'clock Friday night, and I would have been ready to go out. But now, like you, you can't hit me up in no Friday at four thirty. Hey man, we're gonna turn up tonight. Y'all are gonna turn up exactly. tonight. Right. I'm I'm going to bed. You got if I'm going out Friday night, I need at the latest Wednesday. That you got to say something. Wednesday. Thursday night ain't even going to work. Like so I need I, to know about Wednesday. So speaking of that, I was just
1: having a conversation with somebody. And I was telling that individual, like, you know, you have to... So the older you get, it's like the more you have to lose. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's like back then, young, mm-hmm. wild, free, carefree. You get older. Mm-hmm. And I was, t- I was telling I was like, yo, if, you, if you're a circle makes you put anything in jeopardy, it might be time for a new circle.
0: <laughs> Especially if you in your 30s and your circle... If you over... If you out of the college age... Uh, yeah. And your circle is putting you in jeopardy of things and they don't care, that's hey not man. a
1: circle you need to keep around. Call it what you want. Like, I'm sorry. If, like, we go anywhere and I gotta fight, I don't need to be there. Oh, hell no. But like, I'm saying, I'm yeah. We want to be fighting. We, too, sh- we,
0: can, we can really get arrested now and yeah. it face some consequences. Yeah. like... We could lose our hey, job. Man, forget what them rappers talking about. I ain't no rapper. Like, yeah, I ain't a rapper. Yeah, I don't fight, I don't, and, I and I snitch. And I will definitely snitch. Like, <laughs> Anthony, you. Facts <laughs> alert: If you hanging out with this man, he's telling on you. keeping those. Well, it depends on what it is. Depends <laughs> on what it is. But if it's something that I gotta face jail time, you don't put someone in their thirties up against that. That's something you put someone that's twenty and they got about three or four years they could lose. I mean, I, I, the I years between 20 I and 23 don't, don't mean shit. Let me tell you something,
1: I'm, If I'm calling out of work, I'm trying to figure out how to make that time up because uh, I need every dollar on this paycheck.
0: I do got some homies that uh, call out of work and then go drive Uber. So they still making money, but now they're making twice the money now. Well, not twice, but, you know, making a little change doing that. But, yeah, like. Shout out to Uber, first off. Like, Uber actually, you
1: know. I, a lot of people hate Uber. I, hey, I got to the airport recently on an Uber. <laughs>
0: Uh, I feel like the guy was kind of creepish. I'm not gonna call him a creep, Creep creepish. You know Uber's known for having all the creepish, uh, drivers though. They have the a lot of the racist drivers that just yell out racist stuff and homophobic stuff. Yeah, they're the ones they like when I no 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 don't
1: shout out to Uber then that's not cool.
0: When you look Uh, it up, a lot of their um, I guess you can say employees, even though that's what the whole court case was about. But a lot of the people that drive for Uber. It's been a lot more cases with them of um, some creepy man that the woman, uh, he's driving her further out than the address she put in for her to be dropped off at. And he just drives man. her 20 miles out the way. So,
1: real talk, something that I do, like when I get into an Uber, and this may just be me and my paranoid self. Yeah. But when I get into an Uber, I'll always be like, oh, my coat's in the door. And I open the door to make sure the child lock's not on. Because oh, that's yeah. happening to me in Indian Vegas. You hop in an Uber and they got the child lock on. You can't open is the door. Is that what you kept
0: doing today? Because yeah. I'm like, yo. times.
1: <laughs> because I, I had to ask the man in Vegas. I was like, yo, why is the child lock on the door? He was like,
0: oh. Bro, that's scary as hell. Oh, you know, what you mean? Like oh, like it sound
1: like why you got the child lock on the door. Like, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a grown-up. Right.
0: And you don't accidentally put no, the child lock on. No, that's an
1: intentional thing. like. And and it was an older car. I don't even know if, like, newer cars have child lock. Like, I don't...
0: Is that I'm pretty sure that? they do. Know. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they do.
1: That's scary as hell, though. Tell me about it. Bro, what the... Speaking of speaking of Vegas, I was in Vegas <laughs> once. You know what I'm saying? Me, the wife, we in Vegas, rolling around. Um, Well, not rolling, walking. <laughs> <laughs> call a... Just c- rolling down the sidewalk. Call a cab, right? Call a cab. We hop in a cab. Cab smells like gasoline. What the hell? Like, like... Gasoline, like, I'm about to fall asleep. Like, that's how strong it was. Like, What the
0: hell? Yeah, and I'm,
1: we had to go from, we was down by the Venetian. We had to go all the way up to um, wherever they show, the Cirque Soleil. O. Oh, yeah. Whatever. It's all the way up to the top of the Strip. Yeah. And I'm, like, trying to fight. Because those are
0: two very different
1: areas on the Strip. You talk about being scared. You in the back of the taxi, trying to fight <laughs> falling asleep, bro. That's in scary the back of the Taxi cab, like, and he ain't even making eye contact <laughs> with no. You just see his eyes peering up in the mirror like, Are they do they sleep yet? Do they sleep yet? they sleep yet? Bro, what
0: the? that's scary because there's something, and I think, and I, I mean, it's kind of like male privilege in a certain sense where that's not something that I'm worried about when I get into a Uber or whatnot if the child lock is on. And I'm pretty sure they probably have done that plenty times. To kidnap some women and sex trafficking, just any of that. And you know what I
1: say? I mean, yeah, you say, I think for me it's like. But they could do that to any yeah, of us, though. Exactly. I never thought about male privilege. Like, but you would women think, think about exactly. that all the time. And I'm just, I mean, maybe I'm just hyper paranoid. That's, you know, that's what it you kinda is. You kind of have to I don't be. Put, I don't put anything past anybody. No, I don't. You know what me. I mean? Because yeah. it's like, you can go somewhere, like we just went to the little janky Mexican spot. Like, that was like, janky as hell too. Yo, that beer tasted like it had. I was like, bro, I, my rule of thumb is I'll drink half, right? Because typically you gotta drink the whole thing. I would assume. Well, in the movies,
0: <laughs> it's the, in the movies, it's to like a simple two like, like,
1: so I guess if you drink half, you're good. If you don't pass out, stupid, right? <laughs> right.
0: But that's But, I mean, but we're in not a not whole other jungle. place clear, that, that we don't. We don't, we don't know. We anything. don't look like we're from here. Sure don't. You know, yeah. Like we said, it ain't a lot of black folk over here. And they could probably tell we tourists, cause we're in an area that's close to the airport and hotels, so that's probably, hello touristy as well. So it's just kind of uh, it's just kind of frightening though, yo. It's can kind of, because we don't have to think about stuff like that. Like I was thinking about how when my homegirls like will leave the house late or something, if it's a girl that I'm fooling with or not, I'm always like text me when you make it home. Yeah. I don't say that to my homeboys, though.
1: No, yeah, but you know what? That's also a thing. Like, Never mind.
0: I do actually, to most to a lot of my homeboys, I be like, yo, let me know when you make it home. I don't, and,
1: I don't feel like young guys in general are doing that, period. Right, yeah. And I, I mean, I have a problem with that because <clears throat> my thing is, growing up, you know, my mom was like, you know, you take a young lady out on a date, um, you drop her off at the house, you wait till she goes
0: in the house right. before you pull off. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's and then certain, we used to say flick the light when you get in the house. Something, flick, you know, me know Yeah, I, yep. never, I didn't hear that one, but that's good too because it's yep. like
1: nowadays it's like you got to be extra careful. Like I worry about you know the women in my life, nieces, nephews, cut me not nephews but nieces, cousins or whatever. You know, dating these knuckleheads out here, and they don't you know they drop you off the house. You don't even like get out the car. You're uh, you pulling off. They off somewhere else. You know.
0: Are dude So tell me, is it just that I'm getting older and I've seen more now, and everything is probably pretty much the same? Are dudes getting worse, though, with their treatment of women? Mm. I th- It's probably the same, because I bet every generation says that. But see, that
1: goes, I, I don't know if that's, you know, do you put it in a box and say it's rap culture that's, that's making it like that? You know, I will say... No, I don't
0: think it's rap or anything. I think it's just that the young male culture is... And it probably, it could have always been like this, and we just didn't know, because now you have stuff like social media where yeah. more people get their voices heard. But I feel like that's kind of just male and that's college culture, sex culture, drinking culture, and, like, the entitled male culture. It seems like all these young dudes, think that they're entitled to the ass. Like, they think that as soon as they hold a door for a chick, that she owes them a blowjob. But I feel like that's not new. Like, that's got – that's – you know why I know that's not new? I remember when I was in college and uh, I helped my homegirl move. She was my friend. I helped her move. And I would do a lot for this chick. She was she was needy, but she was my friend. Sometimes certain friends you love them the death, Some of them are needy. And I remember my other homegirl was like, "This bitch ain't suck your dick yet. You done done this, done done this, done done this." Wow. And my homegirl said this, and of course I went in my head. I was like, "You right? She ain't suck my dick Man, yet." I don't
1: know, what but that's that fucked
0: was. up though. Ain't that fucked up?
1: I done did a I done did a bunch and barely got a thank you. So right. I, I know I've never even experienced like. And again, I guess it's just. You know the way you the way you're brought up. You know what I mean, like because I'm was, not thinking of that. Never, yeah, never, never thought of that. Like I've I've been there <clears throat> for my homegirls and for like, and it's always just been you know I was always taught like if you're not gonna do something out of kindness in your heart, don't do
0: it. Right, if or you're if you're only have, doing it just so they owe you a favor, they don't do it. That shitty as hell. I have one of my uh, one of these little chicks. That wait, wait cool. I will say
1: the niggas that be on that though. I'm like. You don't see that he's a dog, right? You don't see he's a dog, nigga. Like, come on, like, come, like, come on, Dude, like. you can to see? Like, he pops. Me I moved your like whole shit. apartment, and he texts you, "Good morning." And you smashing his cat, like, I like. And again, I, didn't, I wasn't expecting it, but when you sit back and you think about it, you're like, Don't why I deserve do you want to be with the dude that treats you so bad? Like, this dude won't even answer the phone for you, but yeah, come yeah.
0: on, son. Women do like a man who tries less and less. And I know we're generalizing, y'all. I know, I know it's we're not, generalizing. Yeah, shout
1: out to Ed Lover. Please bring back, come on, son, if I have to do it for you. Right. Come on, son. Come on, but son. But it does
0: trip you out, though. Like, do women just look at a dude and be like... He's probably gonna give me the bare minimum. Let me go ahead and fuck with him. And it'd be the coolest chicks that fall for that. bro. The coolest chicks. Do are, are there? I wonder if women feel the same way that like the coolest dudes are falling for shitty women. You think? I, I haven't heard. I've never really but heard what, women but say what that.
1: Real cool dude is falling for a crappy woman, though. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like. I got a, I got a, I got to They might
0: fuck around with a crap I woman. got a
1: horrible woman radar in a minute, boy. Because I'm like, <laughs> right. if you, if if we, if I come over to your house and kick it,
0: and you don't never cook a meal, I can't foolish. Because if you come over my house and cook, kick it, I'm gonna cook something for you. Now, just to, mm-hmm. not just to be clear, this ain't 1950.
1: I ain't expecting to be Betty Crocker or nothing like that. But women, you gotta have more going on than just. The bedroom game like the bedroom game ain't gonna get you far you know what I'm saying like and ladies he's saying
0: women right now because this is two dudes talking we're not saying that men don't need to do this do that we're just talking about one thing right now because we're interested in women and
1: my thing is this I'll tell you this like as far as as far as this goes when it comes to relationships I don't like I know how to cook Yep. I know how to clean. I know how to wash my I keep my the same clothes. energy. I keep the same energy. I got energy. a great credit score. I got a good job. Like, I don't, like, I ain't nothing lacking over here. I right. like, The last thing I want is for for some woman or for a woman to think that they need to be my mom or take care of me. Right. I'm an adult. I know how to take care of myself. So, my thing is, but I don't want to be with somebody that I have to take care of. Yep. Why would you go from being single being in a relationship just to take care of somebody. No, you go
0: from being single to having a kid. Amen. And that's what, see, and so women, the same way y'all complain y'all don't want a man like that, I don't want a woman like that that I gotta take care of and stuff. You know what, Oh, you know what's a, a very unattractive trait that I find in some women? When some women are like, I got an attitude problem so you just gonna have to work with it. Like you're grown as hell, you got an attitude problem. So my thing is, that's another thing.
1: My my philosophy is this. I personally am always looking to be the best version of myself. If you are still the same person that you was after graduation of high school and after the graduation of college, <laughs> and you still you 30 something years old or late 20 something some years old, and you talking about you still the same, you still the same
0: old. I dude, ain't never changed. You ain't never changing. You got a problem, why not? my friend. You got a problem, my friend. <laughs> why not? And that, and that
1: is the same thing. why I say if you got the same circle mm-hmm. that's still doing the same thing y'all was doing in high school, it's time for a new circle, See, my it's
0: friend. fine to have the same circle since high school. But if you have the same circle that's doing the same shit, talking about the same shit for the, for the last 10, 15 years, then y'all need to Something change some right. progress. I've seen that a lot of times. And there's nothing wrong with someone that stays and lives where they were born. But I feel I see that with people who don't travel and really go anywhere, that they have the same mindset that they've had Be since middle school and high school. Like no one has ever challenged you, challenged your opinion on anything. You've kept the same type of mindset since you were 16 and now you 31.
1: And you know what? I was told that in a job, I, you know, I didn't get the a position I wanted. And it was uh, the manager at the time. He told me, he's like, you have to expand your bubble. What it means by that is, if you think about it, you're fairly comfortable in your bubble. Yeah. But if you're uncomfortable, that means you're learning something new,
0: mm-hmm. you're
1: growing, you're doing something different. And it, what's, the, what's the common thing most people hate? Change. change. Yeah. So if you hate change, that means you're doing the same thing yep. over and over again. Yep. Think about Alexander the Great or any conqueror out there. If you decided to only conquer your area, what would you, what what would you, would we know Alexander the Great right now or any other conqueror if they only stayed within their, you know, within their area?
0: Nothing great really comes from something that's without resistance. You know, like you got to have some type of resistance. It's like being in the gym. It's like being in the gym. If I'm doing the same, if I've been in the gym for six months and I've always lifted 20 pounds three sets of ten, and I'm always doing 20 pounds, three sets of ten. Used to it. And at first, it's a struggle, and then I've handled it, and then I'm still doing it. Nothing about my body is changing. I'm not developing any muscles. So, it's the same way when at my previous job position. Like I was there five and a half, six years. I wasn't being challenged or nothing. And when you're not being challenged, you get bored. Stagnant. You start finding trouble. It's like those kids who they think <laughs> a kid who's in second grade, but they're past their, like, level of comprehension. Like, they're ready for fifth grade shit. Don't they always say those students get bored and start causing trouble because they don't have anything to do? Not challenged. You're not being challenged. And that's, as an adult, you can be the same way. If you're not being challenged, you're going to become a boring person. Nothing's ever going to grow about you. you you're going to have a closed mind. I always say traveling is the is the remedy for a lot of hatred and fear. Because when you start traveling and you meet people from all over the place, you realize that a lot of us are way more similar than we think, you know. And then if you meet a lot of people that challenge your mindset, it helped me realize I swear growing up, I was hella homophobic growing up, (laughs) I swear, especially growing up in the church. Black church, too, and you hear people constantly talking about they don't care about the next person. I'm not worried about their business, I stay in my business. But black people are always so concerned about some other black man's sexuality like they are black person sexuality, like mm. they focused on Queen Latifah's sexuality for years. Like, why do y'all give a shit? Like, for a group of for a generation, especially like our generation, millennials constantly talking about I stay in my lane, I stay in my business, I don't mind nobody else's business. That's literally what everyone is about now with social media, to be in other people's business. And you mm-hmm. constantly see black people always worried about someone's sexuality.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that goes for everything, though. It's like, it's always the social media activists. It's like, everybody want to get hyped for a cause. For
0: about a week because, or so. And, I,
1: and, I, and it's like, are you genuine or is it because it's popular? Now, I say that to say, not saying that everybody is not <laughs> genuine because we have a habit of when somebody says one thing, we generalize and say, oh, he mean no. I Don't tell me what I exactly. mean. Exactly. <laughs> I'm well aware that there are a lot of people out there who are genuine. What I'm saying, though, I'm talking about the people who hop on these bandwagons as bandwagon hoppers normally <laughs> do. It's
0: like, are you really about this or is it because it's popping right now? That's what sucks now because with social media, you've had so many people that highlight what they mm-hmm. do. And one end of me is not tripping about someone that, uh, like, you know, you see those videos of people going up to the homeless and giving them $50 and showing, and showing that they gave them $50. So one end of me, I'm like, Why you gotta broadcast? Yeah, one end I'm saying, Why are you broadcasting it? But the other end, I'm like, That can inspire someone else Very to true. also do it, though. She's it's like, people, Yeah, so. It just sucks now because with social media, everyone has a uh, has an opinion, and they say everyone should have an opinion. I disagree. We don't all need to speak on about every single thing. We don't always have to speak on everything. Just like this whole thing with the NBA and China and Hong Kong and stuff, and they're mad that LeBron didn't have anything to say about it. I'm like, what did you want him to say? like, like what the fuck do I want him to say? Like, we don't. That's not our business. What? Going back to it. I mind my business. We don't need to go into worrying about that shit. Y'all don't, y'all don't know what's going on. But Parlay P or whatever his name is, he's back here trying to open beer bottles, and I think he done cut his hand trying to open. He uh Parlay P or Parlay the PE Parlay the Don, whatever this nigga. What is Parlay anyways? Like, isn't Parlay supposed to be like meaning? I thought parlay meant you walked somewhere. Like, I parlayed over to the bush. I thought it meant you. Um, y'all, what does, uh...
1: <laughs> yeah, dial in.
0: Let us know. Dial in, if you know what parlay means. Dang,
1: man.
0: This nigga really to cut his hand up on this, uh... Because
1: I was opening with, opening with my ring, but it didn't hurt.
0: Oh. Well, technically, the verb parlay, turn an initial stake or winnings from a previous bet into a greater amount by gambling. So we totally off?
1: Slightly.
0: Huh. All right. Never mind. Um, I wanted to talk about '90s sitcom. Yes. Shout out. Um, we what we what '90s? Board, first of all, what '90s sitcoms have not aged well? Just what like my number one '90s show that has not aged well that I cannot watch anymore is Family Matters. I can't watch that bullshit. <laughs> That shit is awful. It's corny. It's like the stereotype of a sitcom from the Shut 90s. Jamie Foxx.
1: Jamie Foxx is still hilarious.
0: And the Jamie Foxx show yeah, is still... Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, the Jamie Foxx... Boy, we're not getting into that. We're talking oh. about the shows that didn't age well. Oh. Uh, and Family Matters, for me, I cannot watch that shit yeah, at all. I would all. say it didn't age too well. It's, it's hella corny. Seeing any show that I look back on, seeing someone chasing after a person that long... Trying to get them to fall in love is mad lame. And then you have the corny ending where they end up together still. Yeah. And then they moved to CBS from ABC. That was whack. Uh They replaced the dark skinned mother with a light skinned mother. That was whack. You did that too? Yeah, but that was by the time no one was watching it when they moved to CBS. Colorism is still. That's, That's when they made the show where they had Stefan and Steve both on there at the same time. It was pretty, uh,. It was pretty a uh, whack. So, Family Matters did not age that well. Rest in peace to um, Michelle Thomas. Okay, can I, for, can I say for can
1: Laura Winslow was never my crush. Um, Myra was hot though. So say what you want.
0: Well, what was Laura Winslow's best friend? Maxine yeah. was that her name? She was cute. Too. The light skinned chick. I was in love with her. She was fine as hell. But yeah, um, yeah. Family Matters just didn't age Everybody well. Needed. Probably Negro. Or just hold that. T- Sorry, y'all. Just hold that towel <laughs> on there. Like wrap it around your hand and keep it on there tight. Um, Full House also is another '90s show that didn't age well. That shit's awful.
1: I didn't like Full House. I never liked Full House. I tried to watch Fuller House. That was cool. Oh, My that face. shit was corny as hell. Yo, but DJ Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> like what the? No, fuck? no, 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 no. DJ Stephanie Tanner, like in Fuller House. <laughs> Old Stephanie, yo.
0: Hi, like yeah, grown up Stephanie, grown up Steph, grown up Stephanie. Yo, you got it, it dude. <laughs> you That got was it. Michelle that said that. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> didn't she say how rude? How rude? <laughs> <definitely> <laughs> was. That's what she gonna say to you in I know, bed. Right? Dang. You not gonna get me, dick? How rude! <laughs> I'm blood here, people. Yo, the show didn't age well, but Stephanie Tanner did. That's basically what we'd be saying.
1: Yo, I heard she. I, I was reading an article. I think she had, like, a... She went through, like, a tough time. Like, a either alcohol abuse or something. Let me, let me stop gossiping. It um, wasn't a great... Look it, it up. I don't know for sure. Show. Let me be clear. I don't know for sure. Look it up. Bruh. But, yeah. It wasn't a great
0: 90s show unless at least one of the characters went through some type of alcohol or drug habit. Yo, my pops Will Smith, though. Like,
1: that's my pops. For real. Wait
0: a minute. What? Yeah, that's my dad. Um,
1: that nigga's, like, 10 years older than you. He's 50. Will Smith is 50? Yeah. You he said her thing. He's like 42. No, Will Smith is 50. That's oh. my dad. Um, I don't know who the mother would be. But Nigga, you like 58. Shut <laughs> up. Shut up. Anyway. But yeah. Yo. Um. Fresh Prince still
0: popping. Still, oh, now still has, watch it and die nigga, we time. we didn't get to that yet though uh, about what has aged well. We talking about shows that okay, didn't. Okay, well, age shows well. that
1: didn't age. Let's see what else is out there. Um,
0: a lot of the TGIF shows, you know, a lot of those white shows from that time didn't age well, but the black show Hang with Mr. Cooper aged well. Did it though? Yes, I can still watch that. He's did it though? Did it though? Steve Harvey show aged well. Did it though? Yes. Malcolm and Eddie did not age well. I, you know, I ain't watched that in 15, 20 years, so what? I don't My even know. Are numb, man. This nigga is being dramatic. Your fingers is not numb, bro. They're gonna be like, y'all hear about Parlay? <laughs> Dad on he Will's podcast. On podcast. <laughs> he died on the podcast. Hey, Will's podcast is popping, bro. Somebody died on Will's He kept recording. That's <laughs> the new tag. <laughs> this nigga passed <laughs> out. You just sitting there <laughs> talking, so yeah, we was gonna Parlay? Parlay? And that's gonna be when it comes on. That's how my podcast come on. Parlay?
1: It's gonna be like
0: Parlay. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs> Yo Pierre, you back there? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah Pierre, you back there? <laughs> hey, what's that from? That's how I
1: made a rock. Yeah. <laughs> they be fine. They yeah. They be fine. Because it was an episode, not, see that's what I'm talking about, yeah funny, it was an episode where the guy was, it was a blind man, and he was in the, he was in the restaurant yeah at <laughs> the, um, the hotel, he was like, Jamie right. Jimmy was a waiter? Yeah, yeah. he was like, right, I need to, need, to tell the, need to tell the waiter how good this is, he was <laughs> like, oh, you want? ha ha, it's a fridge, ha ha and he was like, oh, the <laughs> waiter, like, oh, wait okay,
0: yo, <laughs> Pierre, you back, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: hello, yes, i like the
0: <laughs> Millie Rock. <laughs> Bro, that's how my podcast is going to start from now on. Yo, Parlay, you alive back then? <laughs> no, nigga. Oh, it's true. Well, this podcast is literally killing niggas, killing y'all. Niggas. Y'all got to, don't listen to it driving, because you might die. Killing the game right now. You might die. Yeah, Jimmy Fox has, which ones do you think age the best? Like, you can name three shows that you think age the best okay, from that feel, time frame. I feel
1: bad for saying, oh, dang, this is.
0: Look at that. Yeah, my nigga got a deep cut, y'all. He got a deep cut like a Jay-Z song off of the Life and Times where you you niggas ain't never heard. I know they got a first day kid around this bitch. This nigga over here dying. We trying to talk about 90s sitcoms, bro. I feel bad for saying this, but I feel like I
1: say Fresh Prince probably aged the best. Jamie Foxx is right there when you think about you know, it. I, you still got Martin, but some Martin episode. I mean, the whole beef, like, I didn't understand the beef with Tishina Arnold. Not Tishina Arnold, with, um,
0: what's her name? Gina. Tisha Campbell. Tisha oh, Campbell. well, he, Martin started wailing, though.
1: Yeah, I didn't understand the beef back then, but then once you kind of learn the backstory and then you go back and watch it, you can There was
0: it. also the time he was going... I won't say crazy, but for lack of a better term, my nigga was wilding out and going through some Hollywood shit. Well, yeah,
1: well, yeah, because I mean, but you know, it's Hollywood. But
0: I think because of all of that that was going on, that last season or two of Mar- Martin wasn't that great, and yeah, because it was real weird. It was like yo, he because the they wasn't in any same her. scenes ever. Yeah. But you know what the weirdest thing about Martin is they both had some really good paying jobs, and they lived in his weak as apartment. No, the fact that she moved from her nice big apartment. To Martin's little it, bitty-ass it apartment. That big. About the same Gina's apartment was way bigger than Martin's. Martin had the same couch. Martin, First of all, Gina's living room was big as hell. So And uh, she had two bedrooms back there, too. Yo, okay, so look. I was watching it
1: recently, right? I was watching it recently. Yo, Tisha Campbell had a crazy, wild six-pack, son. Hell yeah. She, I was looking Whenever back. Whenever we those was... episodes, they'd be
0: singing and she's showing her stomach.
1: Hey, man, I'm trying to tell y'all, like, age... That thing catch up with you, bro. <laughs> like we gotta stay in the gym. I'm out, I'm going to the gym soon as my hand here. This nigga,
0: <laughs> uh, this nigga cut his hand five minutes ago. I'm going to the gym soon as this, soon, soon, soon as I, this injury's I, over. I'm I back have, on the court, I I coach. To get some
1: stitches, but some thing heal up. I'm back in the gym. But baby. yeah,
0: I I would say I think Jamie Foxx show Martin. Well, Jamie Foxx show and Fresh Prince definitely have aged great. To be honest, you go on the white side. Boy Meets World is aged pretty good I still, too. Yeah, I still like Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, yeah, I can watch that on some. What Hulu. was that show? Step by step. That was. I don't think show. that's aged well though. They don't show it no more. Like I don't know if they don't have a right. It's to on it. Hulu, I think. Is it? It's on one of them joints. I saw it somewhere. Cause, uh, but nah, step. I can watch it, but it hasn't aged that great. It's hella. Yeah. It's it's got that very stereotype of the ninety sitcom flow, yeah. like fresh. I mean, like uh, Family Matters yeah. though. Okay,
1: so here's my question. When do you think those shows will no longer be a thing? So you think back to
0: like the Who's the Boss and the Charles in Char- Th- and the not That ended like going into the 2000s, to be honest. I so, would, because think about the yeah. shows we had going into the 2000s. You still had the Steve Harvey show. That was different than those regular sitcoms, yeah. though. You had that. You had shows like One on One and Moesha, which was yeah, like the hip hop, though. There was way more oh, hip hop than those Parkers shows.
1: The Parkers didn't age
0: well. Oh, hell no. The Parkers is fucking garbage now, Parkers yo. Didn't- I don't seeing really her chase after Stanley Ogilvie. I don't really
1: care for, Brent, for um,
0: Moesha either, man. I can watch some Moesha, bro. I can, nah, I can still watch some Moesha. Uh, no, I can fuck with some Moesha, yo, though.
1: but real talk, give me some 227, some
0: good times. Mary. Some, yeah. hey, some <laughs> Amen. man Shout in the light on him. <laughs> on me. But, you know, have those shows, some of those shows, it's crazy that some of these 70s, 80s shows aged well. Aged better than the, some of the 90s shows yeah. that we was watching. I do think that those early 2000s shows have aged pretty well. Like, one-on-one. Well, not the Parkers. Cause, but I think one-on-one. I can, you can't watch that? I would rather watch Girlfriends before I watch One. I never was a fan of Girlfriends, though. Because you're a misogynist. That's, I'm <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Shout out
1: to all my women out there. Shout out to one-on-one. Ladies, my black queens. You mean Y'all Girlfriends? Like- yeah, shout out to J- girlfriends, yeah. my black queens. Y'all are beautiful. Whatever, nigga.
0: I just never
1: cared for that show. Because you're a messiah. You know what? It was about empowering our beautiful black women. You wasn't down for that. You know what I'm saying?
0: I didn't like... Uh, did you ever watch Soul Food on Showtime? Hell no. I mean, <laughs> no. <laughs> you never watched Soul Food on Showtime, the mm-hmm. series? I Because I don't...
1: Okay, so my thing, I'm not a big... Don't, don't take a movie and make it a series. I'm not a fan of that.
0: I don't mind like, it. Leave the,
1: well enough alone.
0: I've seen one movie that was pretty. That's pretty good as a show called Shooter, the movie that came out with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, and yeah, then that was a good. Movie. A, but it ended up being a USA show, and it's really dope. It's very entertaining. Um, I don't think. You know, I can still watch Saved by the Bell though. Yes. I can actually watch that. That's crazy. I can't watch the early years when they didn't have AC Slater and when it was Miss Bliss. Yeah, when it was, bro, that shit is garbage. Though. Okay, so originally it was supposed to be Miss Bliss. Yeah, it was called Good Morning. I think Good Morning Miss Bliss. Bliss. Yeah. and it was the only original characters was Lisa Screech and Zach. Lisa Turtle. <sighs> she hasn't had a, aged well, had unfortunately. Had a big
1: crush on Lisa Turtle. Oh, I was in, in love day, with her.
0: Man. It's like Lisa Turtle and Stacey Dash. Those were like. <sighs> ugh. But now, you know I mean, who uh, you No, know, you know who some of my early crushes were back then? Who? First of all, the first white woman I was ever in love with. Kelly Kapowski, Kelly Kapowski from Saint Battlefield, Battle, yeah. bro. I was in love with Kelly Kapowski and Topanga Lawrence. Yes. Topanga was thick as shit, though. <laughs> Top- <laughs> Topanga was thicker Come than... Come on,
1: say it. Bro,
0: Topanga was thicker than cold peanut butter, yo. <laughs> Boy, she was thicker than cold peanut butter, you're yo. Kidding, and... Kidding. uh I was in love with them. I was in love with Kyla Pratt from One on One. Yeah. I thought she was gorgeous. I was in love with Gabrielle Union when I saw her in Bring It On.
1: Yeah.
0: I was in love with her for Bring It On. No, though. you know who
1: I was in love with? <laughs> this might not even... This is not even 90s, but uh, Taraji and uh, Baby Boy...
0: Yeah, that was Why? like 2000 right? I was like, need me a hood Bruh. <laughs> She Wait a second. She chilling? She got the baby I shit. need the hood That nigga ain't got no job. Is she cool with it? The kind of chick that driving around in a Chevy Caprice with tinted windows? Yeah,
1: I grew up out of that quick. <laughs> <laughs> Them
0: chicks get you killed, man. Hey, done. y'all, we about to uh, pay some bills, people. Yeah, I got man. a sponsor out here getting this money, though. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about minimizing... Your fucks. Yo, we back. Um, minimizing these fucks. Uh, parlay. <laughs> Peace slice. Peace slice. What does uh, minimize your fucks mean to you? You know, I had to think about that for a minute. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's like.
1: Well, you don't let nothing get to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like there's so much going on out right here. You don't let anything get to you. I think for me, it's like I don't take. So when
0: how do you how do you minimize your fucks?
1: I don't think I take a lot of stuff seriously, man. There's you know no you know, you know how they say you know believe only half of what you see and nothing of what you hear. I'm is not, that what it is? I don't know. Oh, yeah, something. Well, bad. that's, how, that's something how I roll. Like, it. <laughs> like, people tell me stuff all day long. I'm like, oh, okay.
0: Whatever. I, th- I think it's like taking everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. I literally will take everything with a grain of salt. I don't take nothing to heart. Uh, I don't wear my heart on my sleeve. I don't take too much serious. But unless it's serious. See, I think I wear my heart on my sleeve, but I don't take things to heart, though. This guy. I don't take things to heart, though. It's just... I got way too much to be worried about anyways, like, especially like when white people be wilding out at work and shit, I can't be worrying like white people lose, white people lose their minds You know what I,
1: you know what I, you know, a lot of people not going to agree with this, but it ain't white people, bro. It's just people. I tell you, it's just people, man. Like people be on some other stuff,
0: period, point blank. People do, but white people are the biggest true. culprit of I, I pissing me off. I, I said true, but I, I'm saying like I think No,
1: everybody white, pisses White, me off white people be on be on the pill, but hey man, our brothers and sisters be on the pill sometimes too, and I'd be like, put it like this: Yo.
0: the human right, re- the older I get, I like I said earlier, the older I get, the less I like humans. Humans are freaking awful. Oh wait a minute, um, time out, two seconds. Shout out
1: to the EMT that just came and brought me a band <laughs>
0: This nigga with his little cut here. I got guy. a band-aid.
1: Like, we, had a, we, had, we had the bougie of the bougiest. We didn't <laughs> get, get a first aid kit, folks. We got an EMT that yeah. came with a band-aid. That, uh, what time is it? And
0: ibuprofen because he said uh, I might have a headache. So. Right. <laughs> Lost shit, a lot of blood. It shit bougie as hell over here. I just wanted a band-aid. Well, we'll send our EMT. Oh, no, it's cool. I just want a band-aid. We'll send our EMT. Back to the
1: tequila. Okay, so um, on oh,
0: my mama,
1: on <laughs> my hood. <laughs> but no, I will say, like, I think that's, I think that's a part of it, man. Like, you just can't, you can't take nothing too seriously. Like, I mean, and I, there's a lot of people walking around that take themselves too seriously.
0: They, like, I'm, I tell, I tell people at work all the time. I'm like, you should always take your job serious, but you should always put your job in context and realize, yo. We're not solving cancer here. We're not trying to get to the moon. We're not sol- uh, curing hunger or just any of that. Like, I take my job serious, but it ain't that serious. And I'm
1: trying to understand. I, I want to understand when do we transition to a culture to where we no longer have balance? It's either It's either one way, all the way one way. Yeah, um, all the way to other way. It's like what happened to balance? What happened to being well rounded? What happened to saying, yes, I like this, but I don't like
0: that? Or you think I it's kinda... always been like this though? No, man. Like because I say that because that's literally Democrats and Republicans. You know, like. Where it's all one way or not the other way, I don't, you know? I don't, so, get, I
1: don't even get into the whole politics, joint. But no, I'm just like, saying, though. Yeah. I just
0: feel like we may have always been like that I all the like, way one way. I feel like
1: it's much worse now. Because, oh, no, it is. But now it's to the point to where it's like if you... Like, I literally was talking to somebody and it was like, well, if you like this person or this... You can't like that. Or if you like this candidate or this whatever... I can't mess... I can't I can't get down yeah. with you. It's like... You know, great
0: example. I remember growing up when the Jay-Z and Nas like rap beef was going on, people would be like, nah, if you like Jay-Z, you can't like Nas and vice versa. That's and like, I remember saying... Jay-Z's my favorite rapper of all time, but I remember being like, Nas is dope. I can't like both rappers. And don't get me
1: wrong. What I'm about to say is not desensitizing or not minimizing the the severity and the seriousness of certain subjects, but... It's almost like saying, "Well, if you if you like Popeyes and not Chick fil A, yeah. I can't get down with you." The reason why I said it is because it's literally one thing you're you're selecting one thing over the other. I if like I, both. If I like Popeyes chicken sandwiches, that doesn't mean I don't like Chick fil A fries, right? But there, but it's making it seem like, well, if you like Popeyes, don't even look at Chick fil A. Right. It's like, well, why why can't I be okay with this one tiny thing that's right. actually good? Right, I acknowledge all this other stuff that is bad, but if that one good thing here
0: isn't not good over there, if you like powder blue, you can't like royal blue. Yes. You better not like navy blue. Like it's like saying I, I don't
1: feel like anybody should like powder blue. I said it. No, I'm kidding. I fuck um, with some
0: Carolina blue. You know, it's like saying that I can't have a girlfriend and another girlfriend. Like I can't have two girlfriends. But see, I can't what, like more than one girl. This is why. I this, I,
1: this is why I love this conversation because if y'all are paying attention, <laughs> we literally just said. Don't take anything too serious. (laughs) So, if you're getting triggered right now,
0: congratulations, you failed the test. Anyone who listens to this podcast by now should know. I usually would not allow people to use words like triggered and intersectionality and all that bullshit. Yes, I'm,
1: I just got I just got schooled to the game that triggered is a word that is be currently being used for some very negative things. Um so me by me by me saying the trigger term, these nuts, bitch, by me saying triggered, I'm not saying that you're overly sensitive because I'm okay with overly sensitive people. I think we need overly sensitive people to keep the overly unsensitive people in check. So it's just too much of both. Again, now. if you if you go if you listen to what I said, I mean, I I strive for balance. Like, I, I I think back to Martin Scorsese. Yeah, we jumping all over the place.
0: Yeah, Martin Scorsese, Martin's, the civil rights activist that died on a balcony in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, we're being we I said The TV just turned off, bro. They like these niggas tripping. Oh, uh, but no, <laughs> you think Scorsese, you think the civil you think, you think activist, back right? to
1: Martin Scorsese, he was like, "Avengers is not cinema." Uh, and, and and Robert Downey Jr. was like, you know what? Fuck you, Martin. Robert Downey Jr. was like, you know, we need people with opinions, and we do. I mean, but I mean, people, you have to do your research. You have to, you have to listen for yourself. You have to go out and do all these things for yourself. You know, I, I, it's important. It's imperative. Now he's trying to watch.
0: The TV won't go on mute, y'all. Rookies. <laughs> But not what Martin Scorsese said is also—it's kind of lame because is every movie that comes out. So Martin Scorsese basically came out and said the Avengers isn't like high quality movies or entertainment or whatnot. It's just there to make money and for blockbuster purposes. Yo, forget what you heard. That's fine though. I'm
1: like, but no, I I personally and again this was me being sensitive on this matter. Because comic books was like was like big for me growing up. You know what I'm saying? I was a poor kid, didn't have much. Never re- My mom would never actually buy me a comic book, so my uncle left me comic
0: book cards. I never knew that comic books was a big thing until I've gotten older and they started making movies and you hear everybody talking about it. I didn't know people was fooling with uh, comic books. Comic books like that, though. Uh, Excuse me, y'all. Yeah, I didn't know people was fooling with comic books that much until they started. Until they started making the movies, so I, was, I was always into
1: comic books. You can call me a nerd, geek, like rabbit.
0: the actual comic book, yeah, like the little magazine. Like, I, like when we,
1: like when I got to the when I got to the appropriate age, when we would go to
0: like the supermarket, I would go and go to the comic book aisle and read. Really? Until, yeah. Do people still buy like actual comic books, or are even comic books now online now, and they're like <laughs> I, e-books? I mean.
1: Cause I'm still that nigga. Like I, I ain't gonna buy one, but I'm gonna go to Barnes said, and Noble and read it every now.
0: <laughs> <nigga. laughs> no, I speed read now. Um, <laughs> I speed read them. Well, yeah, I mean you go and check. I mean it's chicken still. Um, another way that I mi- minimize my fucks. When someone texts me something this this week that was very passive aggressive, and it was being petty, I just put the phone in my pocket. Didn't read the rest of it Didn't respond to it And I forgot all about it Until like today Nah I literally I mean I don't want to say I don't give a shit Cause people love to brag like that But there's a lot of things I just can't give a shit about Like It's too much going on Why would I give a damn
1: So I'm totally I'm that dude You text me something sideways
0: I read it I'm not responding to that shit
1: I'm respond. I'm just gonna say okay
0: or that, yeah. yeah.
1: I'm... I, 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 you know what? Shout out to the beauty of the word or the term, okay. Because it's not yes. It's not no. It's not an agreeance with you. I'm not. I'm not agreeing with you. I'm not combating you. But if you're like, you know what? You really get on my nerves. I'm like...
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, I feel like that because what am I supposed to say back to that? Like, I'm not gonna fix it.
1: Congratulations.
0: Right. I'm not gonna fix it in this moment. And people said that I'm an asshole a lot of times because I'll just be like, "Oh, that's what's up." Like, if you tell me that I get on your nerves, I reserve the right to be like, "Oh, that's crazy."
1: Everybody's entitled to an opinion.
0: That doesn't mean I have to agree with your opinion. That, and true. even if I disagree with your opinion, I might still like you. But, you know, nowadays that you could like 90% of somebody, but dislike 1% of them, and now you hate them, and you can't be friends with them whatsoever, which is crazy to me.
1: Man, if that was a fact back in the day, I wouldn't have no friends right now. I feel like you build the best friends out of your differences. And, like, who wants to be surrounded by a bunch of yes-men? Who wants to be surrounded by a bunch of like-minded individuals? I, see, that's why some of y'all stuck in the rut y'all stuck in now. See, that's
0: y'all problem now. You heard them.
1: Y'all... Y'all... People would rather surround themselves with people that will agree and say yes, and don't never confront them and never challenge no thought, or original idea. Like challenge me, right? Like, if you like challenge me if I'm not going the right way, and you know that there's a better way, and you see the clip coming. You better check me. It, you, you better you say
0: something, <laughs> right? You want to sit in
1: the call and be quiet, man?
0: I can't focus. Somebody who ain't gonna okay, check me.
1: Time out. Why is Dwight Howard back on the Lakers?
0: Why? Because the Marcus Cousins got injured. Oh, That's why. Gosh,
1: it's New York coming Kobe, out of back Kobe that man soft. He came well, right back. Kobe
0: ain't the end all Hawaii. be all. Yes, he
1: is. Kobe is okay. Started right now. Kobe's the goat. What? The goat of what? GOAT.
0: man. Kobe is the best
1: basketball player next to Michael Jordan.
0: There so you can't player. say he's the goat if you say next to Michael Jordan. He's well, Chris, one the of players, the best players, players, players of all great. time. Would you just say Chris that? Yes. If there was a top two, you got Jordan, you got Kobe. I don't know who the top, whatever it is. I just know that out of the two, I probably, I would say in my lifetime, there's probably been three generations of basketball. There's probably been three generations. Old, that's Michael, cool. I mean, basically, Michael Jordan's that first generation's one best player. Ten. Ages one to ten. One to ten, probably? Yeah. No, okay, he, yeah, yeah. He was aged. And Zero then so from about one to ten, and then a couple of years passed, and there wasn't 11, really 20, like a 11, well, no, no. I'm saying like after like '98, there wasn't that one player that people outside of maybe Shaq that they was like the best player. Kobe, like, Kobe was not considered the best player in '99. He just wasn't. Yo, smoking drugs, Tim so Duncan probably smoking was Duncan, actually. What? Kobe Bryant was not the best Kobe player Bryant in '99. Oh considering, bro, '98 Kobe in the that was back when the Lakers... bro, that was back when the. Come on, son. You're thinking too much of this Kobe nostalgia. I'm not hating on Kobe. I'm just I'm saying that. I'm not talking that, about
1: Kobe. Like Kobe was winning rings. N- in 2000. hold on, hold on, hold on. No, I
0: said 90, Kobe was not winning rings in '99, 2000. Though what? I'm literally, if you listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying that after Michael Jordan retired in '98, there wasn't that one all. There wasn't that one. There wasn't that one all be all. This is the best basketball player. Kobe didn't become like the best player in the league until probably '02, to be honest. Because in '99, 2000, that was the Spurs. That was when Tim Duncan was dominating, to be honest. And then Shaq was the MVP in that first championship with the Lakers. He was the finals and the uh, regular season MVP. And that was also the season I think he scored 61. Shaq was dominating. After that, that's when Kobe started, like, the Shaq real talk.
1: Shaq Kobe.
0: I'm not talking about that. Y'all go into a whole different conversation. I'm legit talking about, in my time frame as a basketball fan, there was a couple years where there wasn't just one player considered to be the best player in the world. And then after those couple years, then Kobe, for several years, for a while, was considered the best player. Still is, and then, well, Kobe's not in the NBA right now, so still, I'm talking about active players. Still and then it became LeBron for a little bit. I kind of think sometimes it's been like between Kevin Durant Kevin and LeBron. Dur- yo, but out, for the most yo, part, people will probably say, "Shout LeBron. out to my man KD,
1: waiting for you to come back, Brooklyn, stand up, was good." Yes, shout out to KD.
0: Okay, see, uh, we're gonna get out of sports talk because there's really no answer to sports talk because people get too angry and have their own opinions <coughs> and, are, and they're hella biased when it comes to uh, basketball. I don't have a favorite player or a favorite team, so none of this I'm shit. I'm
1: minimizing my fucks on this one. Thank
0: you. I think that's me minimizing my fucks. Saying I don't have a favorite player or a team.
1: Lakers
0: is still my favorite team. <sighs> South Niggas South, gonna need. Niggas is gonna need. He, he, now he's saying shout out to the West Coast. Hey man, we,
1: we train we trans, trans, more for national.
0: Anyways, all right. I think he didn't cut his hand and took some <laughs> pills and drink and now he's, I don't know what words he's saying anymore. Uh, so uh, we're about to end this podcast. Um, I always like to end it with something um, positive, something, something inspirational, positive. something good. motivational to say. Do you yeah. have anything, a gem, something inspiring, motivational, something positive that you would want to drop for the culture? I will say this. Don't let good
1: be the enemy of great. It is okay to be good.
0: <clears throat> so basically, don't keep fighting to be great. If you're already good and you can't get to great at that time, it's not settling. Just be good. Yeah. Trying That's to pursue so. greatness, you fuck up the goodness.
1: And so, so I will say this as well. <clears throat> In order to go forward, sometimes you got to take a few steps back. So don't let good be the enemy of great. You know, believe in yourself. Do what you got to do. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to your heart. Um, but also, do what makes sense, man. So,
0: with all that, have balance. Be balanced. Maybe I should name that name this podcast that. Do what makes sense. <laughs> Just do what makes sense, man Because we niggas. lacking common sense these days. Common sense ain't that right, look common.
1: Look
0: at Dwight Howard's head. <laughs> Dwight Howard truly looks like he's a nigga from Atlanta now. Yeah,
1: or Miami. He, no
0: offense to nobody. It's the same. No Miami and Atlanta are very similar. And you
1: yeah. got a. and got a tempehane. Oh, stop it. Oh,
0: Dwight ha- stop Dwight it. Howard, he's letting y'all know I am from Atlanta, niggas. I'm done with Anywho, um, don't let great be the enemy of good, right? Yeah. yeah. Don't let great be the enemy of good. And um what I got to say. Don't let fear dictate your moves. Don't be stuck in your habits because you're too scared to try something different. The only difference between us and people who are hella successful is they didn't let fear dictate their moves. They were scared as shit just like we are, but they said, fuck it. Let's make these moves. So uh, yeah, don't let fear dictate the moves, niggas. Um, appreciate y'all once again for listening to the Chicken and Liquor Hour. Appreciate my guests, uh Parlay or P cut a Calhoun or P swim, slice parlay slice, whatever parlay slice, whatever bullshit that is. Yeah. Um, y'all don't, be blessed.
1: Don't, don't, don't
0: be a hater all your life, like this, like this guy. Anyways, um, y'all be blessed out in these streets, uh, conquer these streets, and uh, fuck it. Peace, niggas. <laughs>